What's up, everyone? This is Hydro here for another episode of Wrestling MMA. I am your host with the producer, Justin. Yeah. We had some. We had some. A little bit of mishaps earlier. This is our what second take? Take two. Take two. Yeet. Yeet. Hey, we have heat back. Yeah, we have yeet back. That's what you should. That's what you should uh, get us. Yeet shirts. Yeet shirts. Yeet. No. Uh. So this weekend's packed full of events. Oh God, Jesus! We, we got UFC. We got UFC two ninety six, Ring of Honor final battle. MVP boxing. Yes. So we might as well start with the MVP boxing because it's first. We have Mr. Jake Paul taking on Andre August. So I'll pull up the whole card. Okay. So we have the whole card right here. I actually posted earlier on, I think, on WrestleMA. I'll bring it yeah. up so I can have the whole... Okay, we have Lorenzo Medina versus Joshua Temple. You got... I'm not for sure about, like, some of these, so you're going to have to probably just, like... Okay. Uh, Yoannis Telez versus Levon Navarro for the WBA Continental Latin America's title. Um, dude, I still don't know some of these people. Uh, the only like the only ones that the only one that I really know is Jake Paul on this card. Uh, Shadesia Green versus Franchon Cruz Desern, WBC Super Middleweight Championship. Uh, Shadesia Green. Let me tell you, I watched some of her stuff earlier this, this morning. Oh dear lord! Like Shadesia Green. She has 13 wins, no losses, 11 KOs. Oh, God. She's knocked out 11 of her 13 opponents. Oh, my God. She knocked out the first opponent she had in a minute and 12 seconds, first round. She's facing. Her record is eight and two, two knockouts. So we all know who's going to win that fight. And then we have the main event Jake Paul versus Andre August. Yeah, uh, I think Jake Paul won that one. We got Jake Paul seven and one with four KOs, and we have Andre August ten and one with like seven KOs. You got Jake winning it. Got Jake winning it. I got Jake winning it too. That should Asia Green. I watched one of her knockouts. When you get a chance, get look her up on YouTube and watch one of her knockouts. Some of her knockouts. You have to send me one of those videos. She's brutal. Send me one of her video. Send me one of the videos of her knockouts and stuff like that.
think she's her most recent one. It was like 10 months ago. She was on the undercard for Serrano and Cruz. Now, speaking of, um, I do want to talk about Amanda Serrano because uh, she just recently vacated her belt. Yeah. Um, we'll get into, you know, because like... You can get into that a little bit because, like, you know about that. So, she wanted to have... The only thing I really know about it is she wanted to have 12 three-minute round fight. She wanted to fight... I think she wanted to fight... She wanted to fight like the men. She wanted to fight like the men did. She wanted to fight in 12 three-minute rounds. And... The WBC refused. So she says, since they want to refuse to evolve the sport for equality, I'm relinquishing, relinquishing their title. They absolutely refused to let her go 12 three-minute rounds, be equal like men. So she said, since you want to you want to not be equal, I am vacating your belt. I don't want it no more. She wrote on Instagram Tuesday. She said, The WBC has refused to evolve the sport for equality, so I am relinquishing their title. Thank you to the sanctioning bodies who have evolved for equality. The WBC president said, Tennis, women play three sets. Men play five. Basketball, the basket is shorter and ball is smaller in women's basketball. And those are not contact sports. We stand by safety and well-being of fighters. Uh, Ramos said, We have earned the choice of three-minute rounds with 12-minute rounds for championship fights to demonstrate our skill and greatness. We have earned the choice to build a more equal future for fighters everywhere, and they want to deny us this. All female fighters have stood with Mena Serrano. So what's your thoughts on WBC refusing to let them fight like men do? Nah. I mean, I respect that she did that because, like... I mean, she's standing up for women fighters. Yeah, I mean... I respect that. It's a thing, you know. I think the WBC should have gave her the right to have three, uh, 12 three-minute uh, three rounds. I mean, make it equal. Yeah, honestly. Women in UFC fight the same amount of matches as men do. Same time and everything. I was yep. boxing, but still, I mean. I don't know. I... I see where he's coming from, but also see where she's coming from. I see where both of them are coming from because, you know, it's like, I see where both of them are coming from. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if boxing is ever going to evolve, then it's like. Yeah, I mean. All sports, all like physical sports like that are evolving, like wrestling and MMA and boxing and stuff. A lot of it's evolving. Yeah. Now to where women can wrestle men and wrestle some kind of matches as men. Like, look, war games. They have women's war games matches. They had the women's elimination chamber. I mean, they got pretty much the same as, like, the guys. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's like UFC fights. Women fight this. Women fight the same kind of rounds and times and everything else as men do in UFC. Yep. Like, why can't they wrestle twelve three minute rounds? I mean, if they want to do it and put their bodies in the harm's way to doing it, let them do it. Yep, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like. Since we're in the boxing thing, let's talk about what happened last week. Devin Haney versus Regis Progress. Yeah. Devin Haney just 
pretty much killed him. They destroyed him. So yeah. here's the scores. First round, Progress won 10 9. Which I thought Haney won the first round, but it's whatever. Second round, Haney won 10 9. Third round, Haney won 10 8. Fourth round, 10 9. Fifth round, 10 9. Every single round after that was 10 9. Final scorecard was 119 to 108. But the fight, the so, I'm, I don't think anybody cares about the other the pre the, the pre main event card matches. But it was Devin Haney defeated Regis Progress via unanimous decision, one twenty to one hundred seven. Dear God, that's one sided. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty one sided. Then, and, then in, a, in an interview afterwards, he said, "I knew it would be easy." Yeah, I think, honestly, like, I know uh, Eddie Hearn was saying that, like, he was, uh, like, I think that Devin Haney will, like, probably eventually move up. Yeah, I mean, I think he will, too. To 147. Thing where, you know, yeah. I mean, he's king of king of two weight divisions right now. Yeah. Did you see what happened before that fight? What? Who got, who got into it? So, before that fight, Ryan Garcia and Jordan Davis got face-to-face still shoving each other. Again. How many times have those, has those two gone at it in person? I mean, I don't even know now. Just fight again already. Just fight again. Yeah. They got into it before the fight, though. People were posting all on X and everything, video and everything. Ron Garcia said, what the F, what the F, what the heck are you looking at? And then Davis came up to him, got face-to-face, nose-to-nose, and started shoving each other. Security broke it up. Devin Haney wouldn't wouldn't comment on it. Someone asked him about it, and they're like, mm, "Yeah, I'm not going to comment on that one." And I honestly don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him either, honestly. I wouldn't touch out the ten foot pole if I was Devin Haney. Oh yeah, then we have what? I think it was Ring of Honor final battles after the boxing event, ain't it? No, I think it might be before it. Is it? Because I think I think the boxing fight comes on at seven thirty. It might be around the same time. Ring of Honor final battle. It's not a bad card. Let's see the card here. Let's see what we got here. Okay, so let's see what we got here. If I can see, see if I can. Okay, so we got. Here, trying to find the most recent one because there was a match added tonight. Huh, didn't know that. You know, there's a match added. Let's see, yeah. Um, so we have oh, yeah, by Kenya defend the uh triple A mega title against uh Black Tarouche, yeah. 
Um, Dalton Castle versus Commander versus Kyle Fletcher versus Lee Johnson versus Lee Moriarty versus To Be Determined for Survival of the Fittest. For the t- TV title. Yeah, for the TV title. Who's the last guy? I don't know. Then we have Keith Lee versus Shane Taylor. I know who one of the two is. Ethan Page versus Tony Nese in the I Quit match? Question mark. Yeah, they're um, that's to complete the rivalry between them two because, like, I seen the rivalry between them two. Is it pretty good? Uh, it's actually not that bad. FTR and Mark Briscoe versus Blackpool Combat Club in a Jay Briscoe Memorial Fight Without Honor. Yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club will consist of Brian Danielson, Claudio, and John Moxley. So, an injured guy, a guy that's been concussed recently in a baldy with barely any teeth. Two former Ring of Honor World Champions and a former World Champion at that at the spirit of like from what Brian Danielson said and I'll have to uh, let me see here he said he wrestled uh, Jay Briscoe at one of the final battles crap hang on Ah, so let me see here. And one of the final battles, I did sit like he he said he wrestled him, but I can't remember exactly which one he said he wrestled him out. It might have been 2003, something like that. So 27 years ago. And Brian Danielson's going to be in an in-ring of honor ring for the first time in since Athena versus Billy Starks for the women's world title. That's supposed to main event the show. That's a very small card. Well, that is because, I mean, it's a very small card. I mean, Eddie Kingston's in the tournament, and that's the bad part about it. Defend his belt, couldn't he? What? He still defend the belt there, couldn't he? No, where he's in the tournament and stuff like that? Yeah. He can't. So why'd they even give him a title for? Uh, because where he's defending the belt, where he's, uh, has that, where he's defended, where he's put the Ring of Honor title into the tournament. It's pretty much part of the tournament, so. Well, the Ring of Honor tag titles. Vacate them and be like, okay, cool, he's up for grabs. I know, this is going to be the first final battle without the Ring of Honor world title or the Ring of Honor tag team titles. Because Tony Khan is kind of stupid when it comes to this stuff. My question is, how is this development... You have Kyle Fletcher, doesn't need development. 
Keith Lee doesn't need development. Ethan Page turn East doesn't need development. Well, Kyle Pletcher is still young and stuff like that, and right now he's worked like as a singles guy. He probably needs development. What Dalton Castle? Well, Dalton Castle pretty much like he's been feuding with Johnny. Uh, what would his name be? Johnny Honor. Yeah, Johnny Honor. Yeah. Prince Nana been in the Ring of Honor. How long has Prince Nana been in Ring of Honor? Yeah. Uh, probably since like 2003 at least. 2002. Oh, really? I didn't even, I thought it was 2003. Because I went back in like 2009 and I seen him with Claudio Castagnoli. I'm like, huh? Well, he's managed a lot of talent. Dear Lord, Abyss, Alex Shelley, A.R. Fox, Claudio, Jack. Yeah. Jonathan Gresham, Joey Ryan, Matt Sidell, Moose, Rhino, Sean Devari, Champa, Xavier. He's ran the embassy since 2004. Well, Jimmy Rave was his star guy that whenever he had the embassy. That robe that Swerve came out with in um, at All In. Yeah. That was um, Jimmy Rave's robe. So he wore it in in honor of Jimmy Rave. Okay, because he, he I see he passed away in twenty twenty one. Jimmy Rave had had um had an infection in his arm. Yeah. And he had it amputated. Okay. And then he had infections in both of his legs and he had both of them amputated. Jeez, and they died from it. Pretty much. Jeez. Well, um, wait a minute. So, Died after a double leg amputation due to uh, MRSA infection at the age of 39. Yeah. It says he announced his retirement via Twitter on in the, in November. November 2020 due to an infection in his left arm that required amputation. And then in October of 2021, he tweeted that he had recently had both of his legs amputated due to MRSA infection. And then December 2021, he passed. Lord. Well, we'll go ahead and cover UFC this weekend, too. Yeah, go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and cover the UFC. What, 296? 296, yes. 295, actually, isn't it? Yeah, no, 296. Events. Okay, cool. Fight card. Jesus, that's a big uh, main card. Some of the prelims are good, too. 
We can go to the prelims, too. Okay, prelims, we got Casey O'Neill versus Ariane Lipsky. I'm going to go with my girl, Casey O'Neill. Oh, she's favored by a lot, so Casey O'Neill. <laughs> uh, Cody Garbrandt versus Brian Kelleher. Cody Garbrandt. As much as I mean, I love Cody Garbrandt and everything. I'm gonna probably go with Cody Garbrandt. I hope he. I hope he does get a W. Okay, Irene Adana versus Carol Rosa. I got Aldana. Aldana. Oh, I can't choose this one. Josh Emmett versus Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, that one is a little bit rough because, like, that wasn't the original opponent for Josh Emmett either. Who was the original opponent? Who was the original opponent? I forgot. I think it was... His original opponent was... Okay, it was Giga Chikadze. Oh, okay. Um, I got Josh Emmett. Shoot, man. No, uh, he's even though he's like looked at it to lose. I I got that. I'm not sure on that one. We'll see what happens on that one. I, I think I got that like evenly matched. Okay. Um, Vin, then we got main card, Vincent Luke versus Ian Mikado Gary. <sighs> Ian Gary. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but Ian Gary. Yeah. Like, you know why he's Ian Machado Gary? So well, Ian Gary, Ian Gary is his actual name. Yeah. He took Machado is his wife's ex-husband's name. So he took his wife's ex-husband's name. Why? I have no idea. Okay, then. That's um. a little bit weird, but like... I mean, I still... Like, these guys used to be teammates... Yeah. But I'm say I'm going to say Ian Gary. Ian Gary. Okay, I got Ian Gary too. Okay, you got Patty the Batty versus Tony Ferguson. I got Patty the Patty the Batty. Or people call him now on X, Patty the Fatty. Patty the Fatty. <laughs> that video of him eating pizza. They when they asked him how about him like him eating, he was eating sauce pizza in an interview and they're like don't you care about gaining weight he goes no he goes I'd rather be fat and happy and eat pizza on my off days than be skinny and buff he said I'd rather be fat and happy I'm like okay me too man but me too but like um, if I was a UFC fighter I wouldn't say I want to be fat and happy well, I mean if. Patty can win against Tony Ferguson. I mean, that puts a good name on his record, and I think Tony Ferguson kind of retires after that. I also kind of agree with what Patty said. No one's going to put respect on his name after he beats Tony Ferguson. (sighs) Yeah, because that would... would, Because, I mean, you got Tony Ferguson on a six-fight losing skid, and you got Patty on a six-fight winning skid. Yeah, so, I mean... No one's going to really give him too much credit for a sixth loss in a row. Well, a seventh loss. Oh, yeah, seven loss in a row. Skid. Um, you got you saying Patty, too? Um, you know, I want to go... How, how much of a uh, favorite is Patty? 310. And then 
than Tony Ferguson's 250. So it's not that big, a 60-point difference. Okay. Um, well, when was uh, Patty's last fight? His last fight? I know it was last, last year, wasn't it? December 19th last year. Yeah, I was thinking it was like, and it was like last year, I think he was like out with like a injury or something. He beat Gordon. Uh, barely. Yeah, barely beat Gordon. I, I, watched, I, watched that, I watched that fight too. We'll see how he looks. We'll see how he looks. I mean, I, I mean. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see how he looks. I kind of, well, I, I, I'll go with Patty. Okay. Okay. Um, Shavkat Rukmanov versus Stephen Thompson. As much as I like Stephen Thompson, because he's the nicest mf'er. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, we got the baddest MFR and um, he's <laughs> Wonder Boy's the nicest MFR. <laughs> um, I've got uh, Rockmanoff. Is he good? Rockmanoff, yeah, he's undefeated. He's got a negative. He's got a hundred percent finish rate, dude. He's got a negative six fifty odd to Stephen Thompson's four seventy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, t- I'm taking. I'm taking. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Stephen Thompson. I'm going with Steve. I'm going with my guts. Okay. All the first loss. We got Alex Pantoja versus Brandon Royval. I think Alex Pantoja wins this. Agreed. Alex Pantoja, all the way. Then our main event. Leon Edwards taking on Colby Covington. I always got to go with the wrestler. Colby Covington. You know, I would say Colby Covington, but Leon Edwards has surprised me. But if he beats Colby Covington, then that's like... He's not going to really be in our awards for uh, for fighter of the year because he beat somebody that's on a that was on a that was a two year layoff. Yeah, I mean, he's impressed me by not he pierced me by knocking out Usman. Yeah, last year. Yeah, well, year before last. No, yeah, last that year. was last year. That was last, was year. last year. Yeah, he surprised me with that one. And then, then this year's rematch they had, it didn't impress me that much. It was a majority decision. It wasn't that good as the first one was. Who you got? I got Covington. Which Dana White did say that if... Kamara Usman ain't the champ, then Covington would be the champ. So he doesn't want Edwards as champion. Like, well, pretty much if there's no Kamara Usman, then Covington would be champion. So, and Covington hasn't really, hasn't really fought. So we'll have to see how he looks. Well, never mind. Um, Ian Gary versus Vincent Luke is no longer on the card. What happened? Then I, wa- then I watched, scrapped it. Ian Gary, pneumonia. Ian Gary caught pneumonia. It went from being the flu to pneumonia. He scrapped the fight completely. There's no backup plan. Well, 10 p.m. Dana White, Ian Gary started with the flu that turned into pneumonia. So the fight is off. It's not happening. It is true. Because he's supposed to speak on media day and failed to make an appearance. Then he was sick. 
He had the flu, then it, it turned it turned to pneumonia. So they scrapped it completely from the card. Not ten minutes ago. Okay. I'm glad I looked. So I was trying to yeah. find the backup to the main main event. The backup is Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, so I was trying to find, and that popped up. I'm like, well, um, that's some some stuff I need. I kind of might, might want to mention. Well, that kind of sucks. Never mind. So is it only a four fight main card, or is they or they bringing Josh Emmett and Bross Mitchell up? Uh, they'll probably bring up one of the other ones. I don't know now. What well, to bring? A really good fight on the early prelims. Alonzo Menafield versus D- Dustin Jacoby. See. Yeah, that that'd be an interesting one too. There's thoughts that there could be a replacement fight for uh, Luke. Yeah, it just says that Ian uh, Gary versus uh, Luke A scrapped. Apparently, thoughts are Luke may get a replacement opponent. We'll have to see what's going on with that here. Uh, we'll have to keep up with it here soon. Keep well, an eye on it. That I'm seeing is it's going to be Sean Brady taking on Luke. Hell, if he's ready for it. How, how is he coming off a fight that quick? He fought December 2nd versus Gastelum. Yeah, but it was it was that quick. It was quick. Was it a quick fight? Okay. Yeah, I think it was. Do you think he's still ready? Yeah, he should be. I mean, it has to be a good fight. Tom Brady's really good. <laughs> So I want to get go back into the Jake Paul Andre August thing real quick. So they had their media thing today. Yeah. Jake Paul said, you know, he goes, but he said that he respected August 10, 10, one and one with five knockouts. He predicted the fight would be a war. Then he turned around to say this. I doubt he's even going to land a punch. That's really what it is. Sloppy feet, all that. I'm going to just dust him up real quick. You're going to see who the better boxer is. He's I'm going to knock him out quicker than I did Tyron Woodley. Speaking of Tyron Woodley, he's supposed to be on the on the on uh, yeah commentary. Yeah. Commentary team is him, Wade Clems. Oh God. Todd Gresham. Todd Gresham. I'll tell you who it fully is. 
Okay. It is Todd Gresham, Wade Plams, Tyron Woodley, and uh, your, your, your guy, Irohawani. What do you think of his thought, uh, his comments to Andre August? I mean, I seen something about that. He like knocked out his coach or something. Who on August? Or Jake? No, Jake Paul. Like he knocked out August's coach or something. Oh, yeah, he taunted him in the press thing today. He said, where is it at? I'll tell you the thing. It said, Paul turned to August and August's coach after the press conference, calling August cardio into question and boasting that he knocked out August's coach who could be held yelling in the background. He said, your cardio is weak, my boy. He said, also, your coach back there hollering at me? I dropped him. Who's this coach? I have no idea. So, Andre August, so I just think it's funny that his peanut gallery is laughing. And then Jake coming back. Did you, did your coach tell you that I dropped him in sparring? Or did he not tell you that? He said... Did he tell you that? Your own coach got dropped in sparring, and that was two years ago when I wasn't anything. See, he knows what I'm talking about. He's like, hmm, that was last summer. I dropped your coach in sparring, but he's probably not telling you that. He's probably hyping you up. So the guy who was teaching you got worked by me two years ago. And then Jake Paul said, y'all be quiet over there. You're welcome for being here. I hope you like the hotel rooms I got you. Enjoy it. It's your last week in the sport of boxing. I'm about to end your career. Jeez. That's just Jake, though. That's Jake being Jake. Yeah, it is. But still, dear Lord. If he knocked out his coach two years ago when he wasn't anything yet. You know, it's... But we'll go into some wrestling news now that we're out of the UFC and MMA stuff and boxing stuff. Um, more wrestling, more boxing and MMA news than anything today, right? Ain't it? Yeah, more, a little bit more boxing stuff than what we've had. Yeah. Um, Diana Peraza will be exploring the free agent market next year when her contract with Impact Wrestling expires. According to a report from Fightful Select, Peraza's contract with Impact Wrestling will be expiring at the end of this year. As of the writing that Fightful Select has reported, no deal, new deal has been reached. Peraza told those close to her and told it to, uh, Impact Wrestling that she's going to look into the free agent market. Where do you think she goes? 
You know, I don't know. Maybe go, she might, she might go to NWA, maybe. To me, there's only one place I think she fits. What? WWE. I don't know. I don't think she really fits WWE anymore. I mean, I think she still does. She fits there more than AEW because she's not going to want to go to somewhere without a women's division. I hate to say it. I think, I mean, NWA has a women's division now. Yeah. She said she wasn't going to restart with Impact. That was a no-go. She was she was wanting to explore the market and see what else she can do. Well, you know, I respect that, you know. I really yeah, yeah. I, I respect that. Like, she's wanting to go see what else she can do. Yeah. I don't know. You think she's a sense of NWA? Yeah, I think so. I think WWE or NWA. I don't think... She wants to go somewhere with a, with a tough women's division, somewhere she can compete and stuff. And I just think she'd get too lost in the crowd in AW. I mean, you have Athena that can come up and cover and, and challenge. You have Riho. You have Soraya, Tony Storm, Britt Baker... I mean, I think she'd get lost in all the shuffle if she ever got booked. Yeah, that's the bad part about it. Speaking of women's wrestling, indie star Maddie Winkowski vacates championship belt amidst reports she's WWE bound. I don't know who she is, really. Um, you may know, You may know more about her than I do. Uh, I think she was like a former champion in the NWA or something like that. Uh, former tag champions. Okay. Last year. Well, May. Wow. That was recent. Well, uh, May 2022, she won the tag championships. They're the longest reigning tag champions in the history of the promotion. Men's and women's, apparently. That's impressive. Yeah, really. Um, she's also Mission Pro Wrestling Tag Champions with some girl named Rash Chanel. She, so she held two belts and she like dropped both of them. Because she tried out for WWE recently and a lot of people think she might have got signed. Apparently, it's been really confusing her her status. Some people are saying she saw and some people are saying she didn't. She's not... No one knows what's going on with her. Right. And, and you never know about that. Yeah, I mean, you never, you never really know what can go on with everything. But the biggest news that I've... Not, well, one of the biggest news pieces that I have is coming from Brandon Thurston from Russonomics. Yeah. He's their, he's their business dude. He's got, like, a big degree in business. I think it's either from Harvard or something like that. And he talks about pretty much how each business, each company, wrestling company their money was so um, Brent Thurston of Rustonomics was disputed David Melcher's post that said the company will figure 175 170 million this year well Brent Thurston said that was wrong he did the math and everything so Brent Thurston came out and said pretty much that let me see if I can find the whole post so I can read everything going on Okay, he said, for 2023, I estimate AW will generate about $154 million in revenue, an increase from $100 million last year. I estimate any given taping of Dynamite or Collision costs about $650,000 per episode to produce. According to Khan, WBD is paying AW more since Collision was added as an additional weekly touring event. 
at a minimum, I believe WBD is compensating AEW enough to allow the wrestling company to cover substantial costs from the added event. Therefore, estimating incremental media revenue related to Collision as about $34 million added. So about $68 million in revenue for TV deals. Then he said that as far as much as being shot talent, I assume the average talent is paid $450,000 annually. We know some of those wrestlers get paid more than that. Cough, cough, Brian Danielson. Cough, cough, MJF. And King Omega and the Young Bucks. And so on and so forth. Um, he counted 188 monster members based on number of members on the roster page. Brings total talent compensation to $85 million. As far as, as he said, then that brings media and event operating expenses to $66 million. Total cost is to be just over $188 million for 2023. Subtracting expenses from revenue gives us earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization of $34 million in losses. While still likely unprofitable, doubling their TV fees could be enough to make them sustainable. So pretty much what he's saying is, in order to AW to live long enough to do anything, they need to double their TV rights, their TV fees. The TV right fees. He said that ultimately it probably comes down to whether Warner Brothers Discovery wants to be, continue being a wrestling. Yeah. AEW isn't a sustainable business unless it gets a su- su- sufficient media deal from Warner Brothers Discovery. They're already paying about $140 million a year for AEW throughout the late 2020s. So in order for AEW to be substan- sustainable... And be worth the money, they gotta make two hundred million per year from Warner Brothers Discovery. An extra sixty million a year in order to live long enough. What's your thoughts on that? I mean something something I looked up something a while back that about uh, because WB's got punk now that now uh, I think it was like WB WBD was interested in getting uh, uh, WWE on uh, their network. So, goodbye AW from TNT and TBS. Well, the thing is, WBD actually owns a, a little bit of AEW. So, they would have two wrestling networks, or two wrestling on there. My question is, if you ran Warner Brothers Discovery, would you rather have WWE buying your TV TV channels every week, and you know they can make you money, or would you rather that spot be for AEW, who's losing money currently, and is getting called unsustainable by a businessman? I mean, it's whatever. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I mean, as much as I don't, I don't like like AW, the content and everything else. I don't want to see them go under. I really don't. I don't want to see another WCW happen again. No, I don't either. Because that gives fans something else to watch. I mean, you like AW. I'm a WWE guy, but there's some AEW stuff, the content I like, and there's some wrestlers I like, and you know who two of them are. I want to buy one of their shirts. I got one coming from Amazon, but it don't, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They're currently part of the Bang Bang Gang. BC Gold, the guns. I love the guns. There's some wrestlers I love in AEW. I just don't want to see them go under. As much as I don't like them, their product or whatever they put out, I don't want to see them. Like I said, I don't want to see them go. I don't want to see WCW happen all over again, and fans lose something to watch.
my my belief is I don't think Warner Brothers Discovery is going to pay the extra $60 million. I think Tony Khan's got to do something he don't want to do. Do some roster cuts. As much as he hates it and says he'll never do what Vince McMahon does, do roster cuts. I think he kind of might have to. Yeah. Get some of the costs down from paying wrestlers. People you don't use. I would say a badden, but he's been using her recently a lot. Well, let's see. Let's see the roster list and see who doesn't get used. Aaron Solo. Okay. He don't get used. Uh, and well, and Helico kind of gets used on. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Gogo. Ari Davari. Well, I think he's kind of like a coach, but still. Um, Colt Cabana. Drillisico doesn't really get used that whole much. Yeah, but he still kind of does, though. Cole Carter. Yeah. Um, the Hardys can go. They want to leave. Both anyway. Hardys can go, too. The Hardys don't want to be there anymore. Lance Archer doesn't get used anymore. I much hate to say it, Matt Seidel doesn't get used a whole lot, except on Ring of Honor. Nick Camarado doesn't get used. Does he? No. Parker Bordeaux doesn't get used that much. Or at all, actually. Hell, I didn't even know he was still there. Yeah, he's still son with him. Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. Satnam Singh doesn't get used that much any, at all. No, and he wasn't. He didn't even come out with the. Uh, he didn't even come out with Jeff Jarrett and them tonight. Did he not? No. It was just Jeff Jarrett, like, so Jay Lethal came out, and he was kind of, like, distraught about his loss, and it was like, Jeff Jarrett, Karen Jarrett, and Sanjay Dutt came out, and was, yeah. yeah. Ward, though, doesn't get used that much anymore. They were using something with MJF, and they just quit. Who? Wardlow. Oh, he's doing the whole thing with, uh, he's actually getting used. Is he? Yeah, he's getting used. As far as the women, Kira Hogan. We, um, well, Kira Hogan is a little bit. Uh, Harley Cameron ain't really getting used now. Um, Layla Gray ain't getting used. Madison Rain. Well, Madison Rain is a coach. Uh, Paige Van Zant. Get rid of her. Marina Shafir sort of being used. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb is a coach. She could she could be used as a coach there. Okay. Uh, Tally uh, Valkyrie. Tally Valkyrie. I'd keep her with Johnny TV. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki. You can get rid of her, too. Hell, get rid of Soraya, too. Fuck it. I mean, I'll, I would get rid of Soraya. And she kind of needs to be there still. She got no, she don't. But, like, Red Velvet, who? 
I mean, it's whatever. Um, but he, he could cut that cost down if it is four hundred fifty thousand. He could cut, he could cut down a little bit and be away from that thirty-four million dollar negativity. Yeah, which Abaddon's been used a lot recently. Yeah, and that's a good thing. They've been, I mean, they've been using the women a little bit more here lately. Supernico, when does he get used? Or Helico? Well, uh, Helico actually had an international title match. Did he really? Yeah, on, uh, I think it was on Rampage, I believe. Hmm. Okay, then. So. But when, yeah. When, when, when do you ever see Supernico used? I think the only time that he gets used is on Ring of Honor. With yeah, Ring of Honor. Honor. I got two more things to go over real quick, and then we can end it. Um, the Will Osprey, Moxley, and David Finley match at New Japan Rose Kingdom 18 will be for the newly established IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Yep. Which I think is a very terrible name for a belt. But yeah. yeah, they. I think they were trying to go for. I think they kind of want to go for the Intercontinental title, but then they were like, well, we already kind of merged that with the heavyweight title, so they were just like, eh, we'll just go with the global. Since it's like kind of like a global thing now. Yeah. And they can't really go with just United States. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But um, um, what was the other? Um, oh, Bisherman won. On. Oh, well... Uh, Bisherman won the World Tag League for the third time. Oh, yeah. Um, but, so, deadline, we had Axiom defeat Nathan Fraser in a pre-show fight. Then we had Dragon Lee defeat Do- Dirty Dominic for the NXT North American Championship because Dominic got distracted by his daddy who didn't do anything. He just sat on commentary talking. Yeah, Dragon, like, Rey Mysterio was so happy that his son lost. And when Dominic, I don't know if you've seen the Twitter post he made, he said, where was Rhea? Where was Finn? Where was Damien? Where was J.D. McDonough? Yeah. Where was R-Truth? I don't know about that, no. Um, you know, I... He's there for them, their matches, but where's that? Where are they at for his? Do you think he leaves Judgment Day? I don't know, but let's just go ahead and go on through this because, uh, like, we're kind of running out of challenge. I want to go over the awards uh, okay. after you know, whenever you get done, then I want to get off here. Okay. Um. So the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge, Blair Davenport won the whole mat, whole thing. Yeah, that was pretty close. Yeah. Um, well, poor Clawney Jordan. She had no points. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about her in a minute. <laughs> well, we, we won't have time to talk about her, so. Oh, well, yeah. Um, Carmella Hayes defeated Alexis King by pinfall, I think, was the wrong decision. I don't think it was. Well, the reason I said After the match, it wasn't really the wrong decision after what he said. Well, yeah. I mean, he still could have. He still could have said after match. Like, hey, I I'll think that one. he's going to end up winning the that breakout tournament now. I do too. Um, Trick Williams defeated Dodjack, Josh Briggs, and Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate for the Iron Survivor Challenge. Oh, whenever Braun Breaker came out there, he like literally eliminated like three competitors at once. I thought he was going to win. I was like, oh Jesus God! I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of jumping up and down for it. I was like, "May I want this to happen so bad?" Because I knew if it would have happened, what the main event would have been, how the main event outcome would have went. But it's fine. We had Trick Williams won. He came back. Trick Williams came won. back and won that whole thing. He came back and won. What I think is funny is Dijak three points, Briggs three points. Breaker, three points. Tyler Bate, three points. Trick Williams, no points. And then all of a sudden, pinned eliminated, like, pinned everybody all pretty much at one time. Like, I was on the phone with our friend Justin when he got that knee strike on Braun Breaker. I was like, 
I seen Brombreaker's leg. I'm like, oh god, is he's gonna turn around? Brombreaker's gonna spear him, and that was it. And then he hit the knee. And I'm like, whoa, no, never mind then. Um, then we had the still cage match between Kiana James and Roxanne Perez, which Kiana James won via whatever her name is interfering. Some blonde girl like came out and interfered, and which I agreed with. I don't know. I don't really want to know. But I don't, I don't really care. Some blonde girl. I agree. I agree with the decision that yeah, Roxanne Perez lost. They need to push her to the moon. No pun intended. Then we have the main event: Ilya Dragunov defeated Baron Corbin. I mean, I like Ilya Dragunov as champion. I do too. My thing is. I think Baron Corbin deserves something. And I would have liked to see Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker go at it again. Because their first match did not end very well. It was a disqualification. It was a no contest. It was a count out, I think. That or Dijak versus Corbin would have been a great match for the belt. Like, give Dijak some, you know. Because, believe it or not, that was Dijak's fourth pay-per-view match. Right. But uh, you want to go into the awards? Well, I don't want to go into them too deep, but uh, they will be posted by at least by the end of the week. Okay. I'll probably try and post them up. Yeah, by the end of the week. Okay. So we are going to have our annual annual uh, wrestling May awards. We last year we had fourteen. This year we got. 20. Nice. We're growing the rewards. 16, we went up six more. So, gonna have our own. So, yeah. But I think we're gonna call it right, right here. Um, but, y'all stay safe. Um, this will be posted up whenever yeah, it's probably, posted. Uh, up. Tomorrow morning it'll be up. Well, see Thursday. It's Thursday morning, technically, because so tonight's Wednesday. Yeah, well, two more minutes is Thursday. So yeah, yeah. it'll be up. Um, I'm gonna produce everything and then do all the sound check and all that yada yada. Y'all don't care. Yeah. Y'all just want to hear it. But... It's yada yada. All the yada yada I have to put up with to get everything done and uploaded. But, yeah, this has been Wrestling MMA from your host, Hydro. Right there. Y'all can't see yep. him, but right there. Y'all can't see me. Produ- I'm John Cena now. Um, have a great night, guys. See you guys next week. <laughs>